0: This week on RSVNB Update, a potential look at 2024's updates including Game Jam projects such as Daemonheim Archaeology, Windy Trees, and the removal of Streaking. The combat beta has been updated and we've reviewed changes to melee, Special Attacks, and Equilibrium. This is RSVNB Update, episode 965, recorded Thursday, December 14th, 2023. Rip the Streak. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of RSBNB Update. This week, uh, Tannis, Thaxi, and myself are here. Welcome welcome to the bo- both of you.
1: Thank you, Shane. Hello.
0: Hello. Uh, Tannis, this is our last uh, regular show before we head on into the, the holiday schedule this year. Uh, it's always an interesting point, uh, point of time in the year to see what Jagex has for us. And, you know, we were wondering what we were going to have this week. And lo and behold, uh, we are we are served with new game jam stuff, patch notes, and an update to the combat beta. Hence why Thaxi's here. Uh, yep, on I'll three be-
2: hours' notice. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> fine.
0: It's fine. Because I mean, I, I if Tannis, worked out. Katannis was the one who was secretly begging for that, I think. Right?
1: Oh, dude, I can't do <laughs> I can't do this justice. Like everyone knows that. This, that is not a secret. I'm not like letting some cat out the bag. So, no, it's great to uh it's great to be able to, you know, go to, we have a deep bench, right? So <laughs> you can yeah. you can go and and pull someone, and um and it actually's always good. So
0: yeah, so we we good. have some fun special attacks to talk about, but uh, before we get too far down the track here, uh, full show notes can be found at update dot show. The community Discord is update dot show slash Discord, and the friends chat is bits bytes. And I also do want to thank our experienced dear Patreon supporters for making this episode of RSBnB Update and all of them possible. And that's Amos Reed, Andrew C., Drama Free, Jason S., Jesse W., Kesky, Ricky A., Rippith, RuneStar, and The Naked Captain. You'll hear more about the other Patreon offerings available uh, in about 30-odd minutes or so. But uh, nonetheless, you can find me in game at Shane12088. Tannis can be found at Tannis79 and Thaxi is Thaxi. Okie dokie, folks. Uh, let's just dive into the patch notes. Uh, not, too many, not too many big ones to write home about here uh, this week. So starting off with some quick Vorkath changes. Vorkath will now be shot down if the Ballista fires as Vorkath was flying in for a special attack. The set effect of Serenic Armor no longer activates immediately when a second armor piece is equipped. Instead, players need to wait uh, nine <laughs> seconds for it to charge up. As intended, it's fine. Necromancy runes and ectoplasm should only be consumed from the Nexus if the Nexus is either in the player's inventory or equipped, and added functionality on the Altar of War in War's Retreat to heal the player's familiar while recharging their summoning points. So I'm, I'm betting the way this worked is that it was the, the familiar healing happened when you recharged your prayer, based on, based on what this patch note says. If I, I think remedy. it
2: just wasn't happening. People like people's um, blood reavers and hellhounds weren't getting healed. Oh, interesting. Uh, I don't think that was a function of the altar of war. I think it just restored your prayer, your summoning points, and your well. Uh, it, stats it 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 notes. was
0: healing. It was healing my reavers and whatnot a few weeks ago.
3: Hmm.
2: So
0: either that's a bug or it was you know kind of half missing. I don't know.
2: They might have been recharging in the bank. I don't know if their health recovers in the bank the same way players does.
0: Okay. Um, players now only take damage when the player uh, takes... Sorry. Familiars now only take damage when the player takes damage to the zonal ice attack with Vorkath. Okay. Good. Uh, added load last preset options to the following bank chests: The Land of Snow Christmas Village and upgraded the bank chest in all four Elite Dungeons and World Guardian's Treasure at the end of Elite Dungeon 4 following up from last week. Uh, On that as well, the Excalibur now has the option to remove to bank or inventory in the worn equipment interface of the bank, irrespective of whether the activate or wield slash remove has been configured as their default option. Then we get to the hot fixes here. Uh, You know, hot fixes. (laughs) Things that are Boy, important and can be done without a server
2: reset. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, they might be, you
0: know, low key. They might be high key. So a low key one here. Fixed an issue in the Manifos Sports District deposit uh, box for all fish, and upgraded the bank chests. Uh, low less preset options. They were swapped. Uh, players will now also be more accurately able to claim gifts from Santa's sleigh after he leaves. If letters are posted during the time he was there.
1: Dude, yeah. I thought I was getting ripped off. <laughs> I thought for sure I was getting ripped off. I want my I want my shit, Santa. Better better bring that back. <laughs> I ain't gonna help you decorate next year. Okay, <laughs> be nice. I I have been nice. I had all kinds of nice points, and I'm pretty sure all I got was a stinking peppermint outfit and a hat. Like Hey
0: if it makes you feel better.
1: I haven't got a black party hat yet on either account. It does make me feel better. Okay. <laughs> yet. Yeah. Right. Hey, I'm yeah. holding out hope until he's
0: gone for the year. Uh,
2: I won't believe you've missed it until I hear in January that you didn't get one. Okay.
0: Uh, experience rates for Potterington Blend 102 and 101 fertilizer have mm.
2: been reduced. <clears throat> I heard this was interacting in some funny ways with other buffs, so uh now it's been fixed. Oh, what do you mean by that? Oh the roar of Anacronio and, and some things oh, were changing okay. the SP rates on it as oh,
0: well. Oh, okay. That that might explain that. Um because, you know, we, we were talking about this at the round table and you know, in the Thanks in the episode roundtable? No, not that one unfortunately. We're not that we're not that up there yet.
2: And yeah, we were talking about it. Um
0: but uh previously one oh two and one oh one as they were last week after the update, we were looking at fire making XP rates of about one point seven million XP per hour there.
1: Which I mean to be too fair, much. Fire making But been if you're a gonna fast have fast too much tool, in a skill
2: fire making well the be correct be- choice. <laughs>
1: Thank like, you. Yes,
2: it's going to be the least <laughs> disruptive to everything else going on in the world. Yeah, and you know, the, the, the firemaking a... pet is already time-based, so you make that skill faster, and then you just get more people at 200 mil without the pet crying about it. Well, that's true,
0: the, but... And and you know, bringing it back by a third, I think, makes sense to kind of bring it in line where it was before with you know the amount of activity mm-hmm. that you would have needed to do there. And right. I, I i think the I think the kerfuffle behind this, if there was any uh it just came from the fact that it was done stealthily and there you know there was no social media post about it at the time and we didn't find out about it until people went there and you know p- poked their fingers in it or saw the patch notes this week so
1: I people think just looking right for thing. reasons to re yeah and and that I mean honestly I think doing it that way was the was the right thing now they could I have mentioned it. it they could have like at least like xed it if that's what we say now or something to level know made the change but put it in a, in the fine print whatever like I don't <laughs> I mean but if you make a if if you draw attention to it you're you know you're going to catch hell if you don't draw attention to it the only thing i don't like is calling everything like shadow something now, shadow shadow right? like, shadow band yeah, shadow. It's, it's, yeah it's like cringe uh, right. yeah that's fair
0: that's fair and you know, th- I I feel like if you're going to make these sorts of changes, making them within the first week after you change the activity, that's the time to do it. You know, not you know yeah, three, four, or five months later. So yep. uh, not too much concern there. But I I feel like this just better highlights uh, what went on there. And I think anybody who wants wanted that, you know, that uh, that XP rate to stay, we have to have a different conversation. But it's probably not the forum for that. So, well, so it wasn't
1: intended to... as a buff. It was intended as higher output. So, um, that's why, like, dude, I don't, I don't right. love nerfs, but this is not like. <laughs> it's not the end of the world. Uh, and, I mean, I, I mean, I know, like, one person's balancing is another person's nerf, but.
0: Oh, that's a fun it way. Was really, at
1: it was really, it was really just balancing it out from what they intended. Yeah. Right.
0: And. You know, it, you're still getting a, a tremendous amount of fire-making XP there. The, all the output of all the arrows and fun stuff has been doubled. So, I mean, we're still coming out ahead in my view on this. So, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I want to highlight a, a bit about what some of the mods have been up to uh, for Game Jam this week. And, you know, the usual disclaimer goes with all the Game Jam stuff is that they're not on the schedule. We don't know if and, you know, when... Uh, they'll come out, and you know, uh, the first thing that comes up on this list is Maud Days making it so that the Barrows puzzles at the doors, uh, no longer close if you're under attack.
1: One of the most annoying awesome. things. And how is aver- it? How is it twenty twenty three? But both of his, but both of the ones that you're going to talk about.
0: Yeah, the next one is that uh he makes yep. so a spirit attraction potions last fifteen minutes.
1: Yeah, which is. Yeah, that's they awesome. were too
2: expensive to yeah, use
1: before. So. But that barrels one, I'm like, <laughs> that's true, because I forget what it was, but something made us do barrels not all that long ago. Defender Maybe hunting? It ne- uh, no, it was necromancy when you had to go and you're making your armors and stuff, you had to go and do it. Um, mm. Yeah. No, right. I'll- yep. Right, and then right. I remember like trying to do the puzzle and being attacked, and then closing it out. I'm like, oh,
0: same on. as it was
1: back in 2005. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I love the work Mod Days always does with that. That's great. Um, Mod KOC is continuing work on the Damenheim archaeology mini site.
1: This is my favorite one. This is the one I'm looking forward to the most.
0: And this is the one that has the biggest caveat.
1: Because there's no because there's no
0: art artist assigned to it yet,
1: and I know it'll be small. It's a mini dig site, right? I, I, my expectations. Well, the for one was small. a mini site, right?
2: Nah, it got turned into a full. It got the upgrade. I mean, technically, it doesn't have its own, but like,
1: okay. Mm, Alright. Yeah. I don't Good. know. I I look at a mini site as like maybe one location of the dragon Kid. Right. I mean yeah. like yeah. That's that's what I'm expecting, and anything more than that I'm
2: very pleased. Exactly. Oh, yeah, and that level of things? Good. Cool. Yeah, and his update
0: with this is that he hoped hoped to have it playable by the end of game jam <laughs> and the and the main thing limiting it going forward is that there's no art person assigned to it to, yeah. you know, generate like the images for the for the artifacts and whatnot. So
2: and with any mini-site, too, they'd have to, be, like, probably test and balance any relics they were going to add or any th- other, like, rewards and upgrades in the site, any new materials, yeah. if they're adding any of those kind yeah, of
0: things. And, and, and you know, like, like, this could be the best thing to ever come out of Daemonheim.
2: All right. Some of us actually enjoyed engineering.
1: What if What if Floor 61 was, like, an archaeological site? Like... I mean if that would, we, isn't, it
2: was yeah, did, yeah. didn't didn't
1: we floor kind of, is base
0: yeah that, that's kind of what what we settled on in the end floor sixty one being Samarak base I remember there was that whole floor sixty one discussion that people wanted at one point mm.
1: but really we wanted it for a while yeah, I it it. Was, no it's Samarak like, base oh I thought but, his like base the, was like just down there but not not that no and then the doors it's the floor beneath
2: yeah yeah and then and it's then a the, room
1: into the where he came,
2: where he re-emerged onto Killinor. Yeah. That's why Bill Rock was nice digging guy. down there, I thought.
0: And that's also where our Soulcaiser our friends are and whatnot,
2: right?
0: It is, yeah.
1: Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, but I always went through a portal so I guess I didn't connect it.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Mm. And, you know, based on the... the, the we didn't image,
2: want to require 119 dungeoneering. Uh,
0: <laughs> and based on the image we have here, it looks as though the uh, site will be topside, inside the rooms that were initially supposed to be used for matchmaking and whatnot, and where you emerge after a dungeon. So
2: neat. They haven't been used in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Since ever. I <laughs> think <laughs> they might have gotten used on release day. Not by me, but no. Is that after
0: that? That was it. Yeah. All right. Then we go to Mod uh, Garagast and the. The It doesn't exactly say what it is here, but my blustery game jam prototype. And if you look very closely at the video, what you'll see is that they have added swaying of the wind to branches and foliage in the game.
2: It's awesome if it can go through.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, it's even on little things like the ivy that's just hanging off the side of the Everlight dig site as an example here.
2: We'll see. I mean, it's something they'd have to make toggleable, right? Because you have to be worried about motion sickness and stuff for a lot of people who play games. Right, Because,
0: right. you know, even looking in Lumbridge, you can see that, you know, some of the, um, some like, the lilies and whatnot are moving at a pretty brisk pace, too. So that that's actually a good point about making sure this would be toggleable.
2: But super cool. Like, I would be so excited to have that on.
0: Yeah, like, I didn't even know the engine was capable of this. I thought, like, all those plants and whatnot that we had in game and like the ground textures I thought they were just you know
2: static so yeah they're making they're making dynamic models for them, yeah. I guess yeah
0: they're i got to send this like, one to send this one to zant because this is another case following mm-hmm. our graphical bit of um uh you know just realizing what the engine
1: uh seems to be capable of so wow we, I, I wonder though like as they make it to force it to do <laughs> <laughs> but but as it looks more modern, as you're seeing things like that that you're, you're used to seeing in these little details, to me it almost makes the movement feel clunkier. Mm. Like it it I don't know. Like I almost want to turn things down <laughs> to make it feel like right make it look like old school (laughs) yeah well kind of like just to make i don't know because as it's looking good you just want to press a button and go right (laughs) like you want to like look around
3: i mean uh,
0: i feel like this is the fidelity people have been asking for of runescape and the game engine for years and we're finally you know seeing that it's possible
1: well if that's possible then i I even wish more things that are possible too. But oh yeah, i all well, luck with it.
0: Yeah, like I mean, hey, it, you know, if this happens, what's? Okay, I, I know this is going to, you know, break break a billion people. But if this happens, cloth physics, please for outfits.
3: Why don't if, we, if, have
0: that, we have? We have cables. No, but they're, but music. they're not actual like like they don't have actual physics behind them. They're just models that you know bend and flex at certain points
2: it's just bones yeah
0: yeah so um it's all about what runescape's future is gonna be uh okay which one did i put next here on the list um ah yes mod stew uh who has a bear graphical update using assets that he found from the witch's house uh 2017 quest rework that came with new black and brown bear textures and he celebrate he says to celebrate Berated, bare-naked, bears, bare-handed. Yep. <laughs> oh,
3: what a guy. Oh, I, I realized I didn't have the, the,
0: right, the right screen up there, but uh, Bear's looking uh, realistic today with that one. Mod Shrike is uh, joining up with Abe and Camel to build a quest to go with their necromancy... Uh, Rex Matriarch, so that should be interesting. Uh, should the Necromancy Rex Matriarch see the light of day in the quest or mini-quest that's going to be
2: associated with
0: it? Yeah.
2: Similar idea to, um, you know, the Raziel or Hermione. Yeah, or, yeah. or, or the Raksha mini-quest mini probably. probably, right? I mean, Raksha was I guess, two minutes of the story and two minutes of eat food while you siphon purple goo, but right, partial right. credit was achieved.
0: And then Mod Shogun, um, displaying perhaps the some of the biggest courage and whatnot that we've seen out of a game jam project. And you know we emphasize game jam because game jam are the Jmod's passion projects. And you know he's he's just sitting sitting casually, sitting with the RS guy. Hey, I'm yeah, I'm I'm removing streaking from from the Arch Glacier and
2: Telos for my for my game jam project. Yeah. Well, he's not removing streaking. He's removing streaking as a as, as a, a loop mechanic, for, right? For good, good, good point to the of you good point to
0: to to clarify that um, because. Uh, and they
2: went into a lot of detail in the post, and I think they said it better than we can about why they're doing this. Um, but I think streaking is just a. It's an overly. It's a. It punishes. I think people, especially learners, overly much on those bosses. Um. And as a reward system, doing away with it seems fair because you get rewarded for the challenge of the thing you kill. Yeah. Um, rather than how, how long you've been perfect at doing it or how stable your internet is. Um, Very good point. So, Very good point. Fine. Yeah. Cool. I and, like it. And, and Ray's always with me. So there we go.
0: I, I even went and I asked ask David about pack. this because we all know how much time he spent camping, you know, Telos doing that streaking stuff there and 2449s and all that. Or is it
2: 24 well, 2449s were 2449s weren't streaking. That was literally yeah. you reached the max loot threshold, so it wasn't worth streaking anymore.
0: Right. But yeah. Okay, but he he did lots he did lots of time at Telos. And he said, you know, this is a good change overall. It's maybe a bad change for Iron Man characters, but that, you know, comes into the way the, the loot system works. And overall, uh and I, I realize that this is something that a lot of people are probably uh upset about if if you're part of the PVM community but Mod Jack did have a pretty good post uh as a reply to this that he uh, that he put on Reddit do either of you guys want to uh say anything before I go into what Mod Jack had to say on this
2: I again I think people should just go and read it if you've got an issue with this um it's it's Exactly what I was saying before. I mean, it's there's enough ways people are rewarded for doing challenging content. And uh, this was tripling down on people doing more challenging content, getting multiplicatively more rewards than it wasn't necessary. And it was messing up their internal stuff. Uh, it was making it hard for them to change loot tables and edit things to be more up to date yeah. and make things appropriate. So because the way the They did away were. with it. Because of the um, way the
0: streaks work, they yeah. were a, a single random seed, and that meant that if, you know, if you were saved at, a at you know, Telos or Glacier and they changed the loot table, you would in effect have to, you know, give that loot up and uh, move on because of that. And he effectively said higher skill means faster kills, higher skill means access to harder bosses, higher skill means the ability to beat higher enrages, and higher skill means the ability to go for longer streaks, but all of these multiply together— And the problem is that isn't that higher skill is rewarded, but that higher skill is rewarded exponentially via multiple explicit mechanics. And he says it's not obvious externally what a technical problem loot streaking is. It's not, as some people are implying, a lack of willingness on our part to put the work in, but more that managing the streak system requires a wildly disproportionate amount of dev time compared to other systems. He says then so we have a system which is disproportionately difficult to maintain, which is rewarding a group which is already being rewarded via at least three different systems, which is blocking the consistency, maintainability, and ability to improve drop tables. And that's what and that's what comes out of this post from Modjack, and you know I think summarizes it very well. Um, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be, uh, upset to see this go if this, uh, if this makes its way in and, you know, Tana says, we always say here, Mod Jack tells people what they, what they need to hear, whether
1: or not they like it. Yep. You say put your clothes back on. <laughs> Nobody want to see you there. Is that the show title yeah. this week? Yeah. Put your clothes back on. No. No?
0: Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably not a good idea to go on YouTube with something, uh, something uh, focused in around streaking for the title or something to that effect. <laughs> uh, in any case, Jagex is also looking for suggestions for the 2024 community hit list. So, if you if you have any ideas of things that you would like to see in 2024 that are community hit list style think ninja fix level this is your time to put it in and you know the thing i think that i was going to put in you were going to put in taxi is you know maybe it's time to have a look at why fleeting boots will stun you if you're channeling rapid fire and the target dies i i literally can't think of anything else i don't know It's a little overdue for
3: that to be fixed. yeah yeah it would be it would be so, four years.
0: Tanis, do you have anything that you can think of
3: hit list wise that you would uh throw in? Um It's difficult, isn't it? No,
1: it it is um still would love. I mean I would still love to see an audible a very audible um, sound. For oh, that's, loop beam. oh,
0: that's actually a good idea. That's actually a good mm. thing to put in, like a, <laughs> like uh like an audible accessibility focused loop beam.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. Good, that's a good one. That's a good one. So All right. they are so customizable. Yeah. There's, and you know, they've been proven to be a reward space. So why not? In any case, I'm going to thank some Patreon supporters right now. Um, I'd like to thank this week Alvaro L., Amos Reed, Andrew C., Arvidz L, Dominic R., Drama Free, Duramax, Free Melk, Milk, Gila Fleur, Jacob G., Jay Gizmo, Jason S., Jeebus, Jesse W., Keski, Lemon Lodge, Ling01, Nate the Great, Parnassius, Renhock, Ricky A., Ripith, Runestar, Samuel FL., Scott D S shirt pants the naked captain the and goat Tim Tom V ukulele Steve Zant and Zazakon big huge thank oh, you me. to our Patreon supporters you. for allowing us to do what we do here and you know just in- enabling so many of our uh, I guess you could say behind the scenes antics flying roundtable <laughs> Tokyo to Osaka um, monthly bit first one about Runescape's graphical future in January's tannis's redemption arc for the uh (laughs) for for the slayer skill Mm -hmm. a hot or not task list you guys actually did a good job of that in terms of you know just rattling them all off and you know categorizing them because i i i don't do enough slayer that i didn't feel as though you know for a lot of those that they were something that i could speak to either way so uh, that was good. That'll be yeah, out of it. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we, we yeah. pre-recorded <laughs> that one. But uh, patreon.com slash rsbnb. Uh, you get access to all of those monthly bits and a back catalog of 60 plus of them now. You also, uh, of course, get the, our eternal thanks for helping fund the podcast. And, of course, you get a mention in the show notes. We also do have the VIP tier for $3 a month where you receive a special VIP rank on Discord, which includes chat channel access To mention on the podcast at the start of the month and high-quality stereo versions of the show. And for $5 a month, you'll receive a shout-out on the podcast each and every week and gain exclusive access to the outtakes we use to make the clip show at the end of the year. So just keep that in mind. You know, we're getting close to the clip show, and maybe there might be a clip or two from pre-shows that that have been uh, thrown in. So, uh, patreon.com slash RSBNB. Big, huge. Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. It means the world to us.
3: Thank you. Thank you, thank you.
0: I, I'm, I'm actually really eager to get that Slayer hot or not list out there because I feel like that actually might've helped me a bit with Slayer too, in terms of, you know, just paring mm. things down about, you know, where to go and whatnot. So.
3: Glad we could looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. The final update
0: before Christmas. Combat beta. Update number two.
2: Yeah. Not the life game. The bunch, a whole ton of combat balance adjustments. Again, things that are maybe overdue, but now they are in our hands to test. Beta. Still and a beta. It's still, still a beta. A beta.
0: And Look. as with all these... If you feel you are a stakeholder of any of these abilities, any of these weapons, get on the beta server mm-hmm. and test it and give constructive feedback to Mod Ryan and Mod Sponge. Because I took right. a poke on the server earlier and there were about a dozen people
2: <laughs> online. Which, like, again, for a beta server where you're just testing abilities at any one given time, if there's 12 people on all day at the, over the course of a yeah, day, yeah, I guess. Exactly I zero, mean, I guess when you look at some of the worlds, probably a couple hundred people testing, right? And, and, I,
0: and I guess when you you know you look at the the beta world or the the real world's having you know between one hundred and fifty and you know two hundred people, most of them that that kind of, that's you know in kind of ten percent markers so that that's representative enough there. Um, yeah, but they made it so. Um, uh, combat hit markers are sped up so you'll be able to see more of them they want to do more on in this space
2: but they're working with engine
0: limitations
2: i mean it's it's part of the issue of like when you hit i think it's max of like six or seven right targets that can display on the target at a time yeah and they whatever time it takes for them to fade no new hit spots will show up anymore um this just makes it so that your everybody's hits will in theory cycle through just faster yeah um which is that's cool stuff for like rapid fire if you got couple people using rapid fire on the same target it'll, it'll show up stuff like that
0: uh they added a channel bar uh for channeled abilities yeah. so this is a new Thank top you. level interface that'll show the progress for channeling attacks and you know kind of give you an idea of when you might want to interrupt them if that's something uh that you do so that is
2: in line with so many other Mmo type games to Mm -hmm. actually have something to tell you like where you are in the course of your channel it'll help a lot with like some things like canceling your snipes and doing all that kind of fun stuff yeah
0: exactly and my hope is is that you know seeing something like this added in terms of an interface element that can be moved is that it opens the door to other interface (laughs) options they they can yeah yeah like it it would be nice to have a, a thing like this for necrosis and souls that you could just put in your UI and a in a convenient spot, so right. Uh, that's what I see with that. Uh, they also changed some stuff with the action bar, so that yeah. um, interact highlighting is now there. So that when an action bar slot is interacted with, the slot will light up to give more visual feedback to your actions and to improve what you're, you're
2: clicking if you're literally clicking it. Which, yeah, or it'll show what you're what you're hitting with your keyboard as it's as it's firing, which is cool.
0: But there's a second part of the sentence, to improve uh, improve it with improve third-party watchable.
2: Yeah. So, like, if you are, like, effectively, like, right now, I think the best example of this is probably the RS guy's stream. At least that's the one that I'm yeah. most familiar with, where when he hits abilities, he has an overlay that shows what he's using. Um, this just says for people who don't want to go through the effort of finding and setting up the extra plugins or programs to do that – um, people can actually see which abilities they're using in real time. Um, which without, is
0: important like, when you think about it. a keyboard tracker or something, right. Yeah, um, Because the game has to be readable. Um, action bar uh, cooldown information has been enabled by default and removed the setting to toggle this on and off. I didn't know that cool. was, was going to be a thing. Uh, reposition the ability cooldown information to be centered within the ability for better clarity.
2: Yeah, rather than a bottom corner.
0: Yeah, good. And uh, remove the ability uh, cooldown information for the GCD rotation so that the information is only present for specifically ability cooldowns. Also remove the the white flash and reduce the size of the keybind information as, as it was taking a large, up a large amount of real estate. So... Just general nice things for the for the readability of the action bar.
2: Yep. Then yep. we get to then
0: we get, the then we get to
2: Malik, and
0: I thought this was going to be a good thing, but you have different thoughts on this, and you can yeah. tell me. Uh, I
2: also want to mention for the action bar stuff. Last thing on here is that they shortened, so instead of saying Alt C or Control C or Shift C. It would be like, it would say AC in a lowercase for A for Alt, C for Control, S for Shift. So when people who have their like control keybinds on things, um, it really, really lowers that visual clutter. Like people would have an entire bar that was like shift keys. And now instead of having shift plus all of these letters, it was just a straight line of white text along this entire ability bar. You now actually just have the lowercase S dash the actual keybind for it. Okay. so that, I think, also helps with removing a lot of the like, clutter on action bars. I like that they did that. Yeah. Nice and readable, too, with that. The melee systems changes, though. Yeah. so um, They said they modified a couple of things to make it more readable. That's all fine. The biggest change here is with the auto attacks. Yeah. Um, and, and see, I thought we were And gonna, they tried to give it the necromancy treatment.
0: I thought we were heading towards a good thing with this in terms of it, you know, the basic attack now incurs a GCD. It generates 9% adrenaline. It deals between 90% and 100% right. damage.
2: For folks who didn't know, before, uh, basic attacks dealt very, very little damage because they didn't use your ability damage modifier. Um, so depending yeah. on what you were wearing and if you were dual wielding or two-handing, they were very different numbers. Um, but you hit like maybe 30 to 50% of your ability damage. Like it wasn't huge. It was very small. Mm-hmm. And it was slower and they had different timings on them. Um, and it created so, a situation
0: where you really didn't want to miss
2: abilities. Yeah. It was also a case where like you didn't want to run to the end of a Revo bar, those kind of things. Yeah. Um, so what they did with this is they made the basic attack effectively just a basic ability. Uh, which is which would be fine on its own. Uh, except that it the big issue here is that in Necromancy you have two basics and they're both better two basic abilities, and they're both better than the auto attack. Melee does not have that issue. Melee has 12 basic abilities. Two of those are better than the auto attack. Which means that now it is just straight up a damage loss to include the majority of your melee abilities on your bar. Um, same thing with a number of, like, they had to change one of the special attacks that I don't know if we're going to talk about it, but they changed like the level 2 weapon special attack to because to, it wasn't it would be a damage loss to use, um, even, and it would cost adrenaline. Like, see, I didn't the think issue about this, is this is that, that way. That, yeah, the the <laughs> damage on this is significantly higher than the auto attack, which is good, but it like it makes all of these other melee basic abilities useless, and which is maybe fine. Um, but it does mean that like melee ability bars are now going to look a lot more like Necromancy ability bars, where yeah. they're like three abilities long. Because otherwise, you just want to be auto attacking, um, and the t- abilities that are better have. I mean, it's just that. Yeah, it's an interesting thing, and that's to be fair. That's not including ability upgrades. So I don't include things like greater barge, those kind of things, sure. because those are like greater fury. Technically, I think might also be in that realm of being better. But like again, it's those are end game upgrades for people who, when you buy that, you when you spend the money on it, you know that it. Like you know what you're buying, and you know how to use it. My issue for this is, especially for players who are learning this is just a noob trap, to have literally anything on your bar if you're using revolution or trying to hit anything. And,
0: and with lines. how many melee-based basics there are?
2: Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: I see that now. Because you've
2: got the strength and attack books. you got so, more than the other So guys.
0: the next thing with this would be then that you either reduce the number of melee basic abilities out there or you make them, you know, stand out unique in some way like the necromancy ones do. I, yeah. I, I you'd have like to you'd have to I think to
2: buff or change the basic attacks, which just again, this bumps the floor up a little bit for like some power creep type stuff, which I don't know exactly where Meril really is falling right now, maybe that's fine to be honest. But uh it does it would mean that you would have to rework I think some of the basics if this went through. Um, or you just have to like have general knowledge that you just when you're using melee you don't you know you use sever and either cleave or decimate that's it that's 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 the only basics you touch right you just, like Tuska's wrath isn't worth using anymore like, like not that it was anyways before sacrifice all of these, literally every basic you can use in melee other than those two worth worthless now and and in this. many
0: ways that that creates a bigger that creates a bigger problem than than this was fixing in my view. Just in in the name of consistency, it,
2: they've been doing a lot of work to make useless things useful. Like the special attack changes on this are an excellent example. So, of so that then, the next thing would be to to,
0: to, to lean into the melee abilities. Then probably, so
2: yeah you you either buff them up or change them in some way, or you just remove them because a lot of them are odd, like like then the and, protection pairs. Right, kind of and
0: thing. and and maybe you. I, I don't know how how often either you guys do this, but. Can you feel differences between the melee basic abilities that exist right now, or are they all, you know, relatively the same kind of identity?
2: Yeah, live. I mean, part of the skill for it right now is knowing which one, like, especially if you're doing manual, is knowing which one does what amount of damage and prioritizing them. Um, This removes that, which I think is fine. Okay. All right. I, I don't see that as an issue necessarily, but. Fair enough. Just whether it's a noob trap.
0: Fair enough. Uh, We got a boatload of special attacks that have been buffed. We're not going to go through all of these here. Um, Most of them have been just damage squishing. So there's that.
2: Yeah. Almost Um, every special attack, not all of them, but most of them had some damage squishing done, which, again, as a reminder, that means they've lost damage when they crit if it goes to live without the crit changes. But because they're on the beta where they're have already gone through not an issue we don't care they didn't give us the numbers for the damage squishing and again if it went i would be mad about that but as it is it doesn't matter so we're good
0: so i think the first one i wanted to mention was the dragon battle axe because this could be interesting i don't necessarily know where it's going to land they're trialing moving this damage buff over to a multiplicative bonus from being an additive bonus as yeah. well as adding the Necromancy stat reduction effect, which I mean that's fine, that's an oversight. So um and yeah I, I mean, this was always something that I would use back in the day as, you know, a budget special attack and it's and it's still viable to do that for, for Malik. So uh that that's gonna be yeah. interesting to play around
2: with on the server. Well- I kind of wonder exactly what they did with this. Because previously, the part of the reason the Dragon Battle X was so good is because it had a two-part special. It's one part that it told you, one part that it didn't, that it added to your levels, which was on top of things like overloads. And it also added to your um, damage. It just it was a percentage-based damage increase. Um, and so I wonder what like what sections of the buff got moved or if one of those buffs got removed without me noticing at some um but the dragon battle X used to be so good because it was a it was a multi multi-part buff.
0: So with that I think we can talk about the Armadillo Sword next. Um experimentally up the damage to be more in line with Dragon Claws, 235 to 400.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um previously this would have Hit capped to all get out, um, and been a waste of uh, damage. But uh, because the hit cap got raised, um, this will just hit like twelve to twenty k. It'll it might hit the new hit cap on a crit. That's <laughs> gonna be if fun you've every, if you've got all the other damage buffs going. Um, yeah, A G S is the new uh, the new dragon long in terms of like hit big numbers go burr. And, um, you know,
0: we all love big numbers at, at some point when it comes to these sorts of things, don't we? So,
2: right. it's not quite the dark bow, but it is for only costing fifty percent adrenaline. It's a pretty solid, like that's a solid chunk of damage. Yeah, that's like that's in the realm of at least being worth using, it, like, and not just being troll for funsies.
0: Because uh, as it was before, I mean. I think we were saying that really the only Godsword God Sword was the only one you'd really use, and it, that would be in its And you wouldn't use banner. the special,
2: you'd use it passively for healing at a lower level before soul split, yeah. So,
0: <coughs> fair enough on that. Uh, the Bandos Godsword. Uh simplified yeah. stat draining as it was hard to determine its value, so now it reduces all the target stats by 5% instead of one stat at a time and scaling with damage dealt, and they removed the secondary modifier that was being applied as a curse drain.
2: Yeah. um, This is interesting because it's a nice like defense debuff. I think it's the only one of these that really yeah. matters. Um, I don't know exactly how that stacks up with the like, Stadius Warhammer, but maybe for Iron Man this could be a cool thing.
0: And I think um, you were saying also something with Lord of Bones.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's funny because it's... Lord of Bones takes so long to stack, and we can just continue to meme on that. Yeah. That's all.
0: Okay. Uh next one. Uh, your beloved. Your beloved rune claws. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um and you could just tell one of them. I think this was probably a mod sponge note, considering yeah. removing the special.
2: That they said damage control only considering removing the special. It's one of those like dragon claws, even when they like when they were first released, they were still bad. This was the like all the other rune items are are free to play, so they can't have specials because specials are a member's only thing, and so they put them on the on the members' only rune weapon um it had a little bit of extra accuracy and damage, but it was just a, it was a way to use your spec bar, I guess if you were fifty to sixty <laughs> attack on a member it were never it was never worth it um so that's a, that's fair to remove it. I just think it's funny that you put it in there, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Keen Blade,
0: special renamed from Critical Strike to reduce confusion with the Critical Strike mechanic, increased its damage to 140 from 130. Hit chance bonus, 25 down to 20, and adrenaline increased from 35 to 75.
2: Yeah. Uh, again, a lot of stuff to LDR, uh, they made it more expensive. It's the new weapon, they added a little extra damage so that it, it didn't hurt you to use it with melee auto attacks being better.
0: But 75% adrenaline. I mean, That's if you don't insane. have anything,
2: thing is, remember when you're low level, you don't have anything to spend it on. You don't have any thresholds. You don't have any ultimates right. unlocked yet. Okay. Uh, and they all have long cooldowns. So, like, when all of these abilities are on cooldown, you're just sitting at 100% adrenaline. And you got this so, at, like,
0: what, level 2-ish?
2: Yeah. These are, these are, it drops hmm. from level 2 trolls in Birthdorf. So, there we go.
0: Fair enough. Um, next up, the Barrel Chest Anchor.
2: I, I, yeah. Um, I remember running around I mean, with this, having a fun time. I don't know what's super important about this one. They changed the things that are to base hit chance increase a little bit. Nobody used it anyways. Nobody's going to use it now. So fine. Cool. Whatever.
0: Yeah. I just wanted to mention that because that was one of the special attack weapons that we always used back in the day. Uh, The Abyssal Vine Whip. We want this to be good, but the verdict might still be out on this one, though, given the fact that the current Abyssal Vine Whip was garbage, the spec rather.
2: There's a lot of things on this list that are. that went from being not good because they never got updated to now being just fine. This is one of those things that's just fine. Um, It hits for less damage than an AGS for the same cost. um, And it hits over the course of like 30 to 40 seconds instead of hitting all at once. Um, It is just worse. The, like, maybe argument you could make here is if you had Cinder Banes on and Weapon Poison, it does have 11 total hits, and so it's 11 chances to activate Poison. And it's um, Poison which would Damage. Bump it up, which would bump it up. I mean, that doesn't matter. But it's, uh it would bump it up a little bit um, to be better. Um But it's, you're very few places where you're going to be, like, 36 second cooldown effectively on a special attack if you don't want to overwrite your own damage. Nah. Just use an AGS or... Yeah anything else, d whatever. Um, but it's an option for, like, Iron Men who have this or for low levels who are level 75 and want a strong spec. It's there. Again, buy an AGS. But if uh, new, there you go. The God bows: Guthix Bow, Saradomin Bow, Zamorak yeah. Bow. These are interesting, of, kind of. A lot of number changes that we... If you want to know the exact specifics, you can go and look at them. Uh, the big thing with these, the, like, simplified explanation is the Xamirac bow does damage, the Ceridoman bow does healing, and the Guthix bow is in the middle. The Xamirac bow is uh, just on the whole worse, worse than a... Like, it's it's awful. It's worse than a Dark bow. <laughs> don't use this. It's use far bow. worse than a Dark bow. Um, Maybe useful for, like, Iron Men, um, who don't have 92 Slayer. Um, or whatever Dark bow... 90. 90, 90, yeah. Um, the Ceridoman bow, potentially interesting. Um... The new effect on it, you heal for 100% of the damage the special deals over the course of 15 seconds. Um, The special hits for cost 30% adrenaline, so it's a little pricey potentially. Uh, It hits for 140% damage, which is a very weak threshold. So it's a big adrenaline cost for like a couple thousand heal. Um, Again, maybe if you're a low level, consider it... you're not going to get a lot of healing out of this did, unless you put it in like an essence of finality at a high right. level and use it with a better bow. And we in didn't which really have any better ways. Do,
0: well, uh, I mean, obviously, like eat. food, obviously, but weapon-based healing on ranged, we didn't really have much of that before, did we? No. 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 I
2: mean, we had this. This was the thing before. Um, it now heals technically twice as fast and just half as much because uh, it used to heal over 60. Again. It's fine. If you need a little extra healing, it's cool. They, yeah, again, neat. all of these usable, maybe not great, but, but usable. Um, and, and, I th- and I think
0: that's cool. the key point of what we're yeah. seeing in this list is that things that weren't usable before have been made usable and there's nothing in there that's going to be the new dark bow. Yeah. Is, 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 point in is, case, is the
2: sense that we have here. Point in case, next example, the hand cannon. Yeah. Um, they decreased the adrenaline, increase the di- they increased the damage by more than two times. But effectively, it does a little over, just barely over half the damage of a dark bow, and costs just barely over half of what a dark bow costs. Which is to say, it takes two GCDS to do what the it's a dark, dark bow does in GCD. But if you're an Ironman or a lower level person with access to this, you can stick this and you have an EOF. You could stick this in an EOF, and, and, and see that. That's
0: another out. thing I really like in terms of seeing this is that it's not so much necessarily about the individual changes; it's about creating the choice out there yeah. for people who don't want do to use the reason. meta dark bow it's or worth can't. Using the
2: spec now. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Again, cool changes. They're modernizing a lot of the specs. That's effectively what's happening and making them new or interesting.
0: Decimation, I think you were the one that wanted to talk about this one.
2: Yeah. So they, they the only thing that changed with Decimation is they decreased the cost of the special attack from fifty to thirty-five percent. Um which isn't huge, but a reminder that the Decimation effectively makes all of your ranged abilities act like chinchampas. Um so I like that. I like that. It hits everything. And they also, as a different part of this like post, they mentioned that they're changing the way that they're calculating hits that hit near a target. Instead of Chinchampas hitting everything near the southwest tile of a creature, they're actually hitting hitting anything that is within a radius of it. Um, They're calculating that based off the actual size of the creature. Um, Which is to say that this will actually hit around large creatures much better potentially. Um, So using the des- the this could be something that like range didn't have a lot of great options yeah. for AoE before yeah. unless you were literally using mechanized tinchavas which they were they were level 75 so it's not great mm. um versus like the scythe or b- legacy barraging for the other styles right um those kind of things so this gives range um viable AOE option for like some of those harder slayer tests that you might can in those kind of things. Yeah, um, and not needing to spend to, to see 50% like it, of your adrenaline to fire it off. So Right, every 10 seconds, which yeah. was
0: a lot. I mean, well, uh, like with this change, I might, you know, get one of these just to have it and play around with it.
2: Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's worth it even if it's just for like every once in a while you get to go in and have some fun speedrunning Rise of the Six and one-shotting them. Sure. Um, that's where this really gets used is a lot of speedrun stuff. So, cool. Good.
0: Uh, the Staff of. Staff of
2: <laughs> yes, yeah. Last thing on the list. So, again, they squished a lot of stuff. We're skipping a lot of stuff. But the last thing to talk about is Staph of Sleskay. They've been talking about upgrading that special attack for a long time. And the only note they have here is Keck hmm? <laughs> W. The Staph of Sleskay is a problem for another day. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. All right. Bow
0: the Last Guardian. Lots of text on this one, but you have a simple way yeah. of summarizing it.
2: Yeah, we want to just. They, I mean, it's, it's in the note at the top. Bow the Last Guardian interacts interestingly with the new crit system where it was getting more uh, than it probably should have, and it was effectively a buff that shouldn't have been, and it was uh, overperforming by just a little bit. Just a little bit, big bit. Um, so they tuned the numbers on it and the way that the spec works exactly so that it works when you're playing, it feels the exact same, and it does the same damage. They just changed the numbers so that it works with the new system. Done.
0: Well, the last Guardian owners should be happy about that. It's
2: <laughs> fine, yeah. They made it continue to work as it did before. Um, How about our cold cuts? Yeah, the Lung Swords. Um... They completely redid, because before the special on these was, like, they did a couple of things where, like, you could use Hurricane dual-wield, and they yeah. completely removed that, which I'm a little sad about because I liked that. That was a nice interaction
0: far. there with Hurricane.
2: Aww. Yeah, it was fun. Um, because because <clears> dual-wield really didn't have many AOE options, did it? No, Mm-mm. and it also decoupled Hurricane, like, it decoupled the cooldown on it, so you yeah. could use it and um, I think it's assault. But, uh, again, fine. Um, those are now gone. And they replace them with: if you're wielding the main hand, you get a little bit of extra adrenaline at a small chance. If you're wielding the offhand, um, you also get a little bit extra. Or no, the main hand, uh, you get a little bit extra adrenaline when you're applying things, and then offhand is what did they do with this? The tier um,
0: eighty-five is a combined twelve percent, and, yeah. and the and the and the tier ninety-fives is a com- combined nineteen percent for. Uh, or 18%, rather, when you uh, combine the two.
2: Yeah, they've got a chance to... So, they apply stacks to your target, but uh, effectively the 85 is just a a basic damage increase, which is fine. And the uh, main hand is extra Adrenaline. And they both have a chance to apply a stack. The stack is the thing that gives you the extra damage or Adrenaline. Um, And then there's a special attack, which is only in the tier 95, is where you consume those stacks to do damage. Um... Roughly speaking, the damage breakpoint on this in terms of the adrenaline cost and the damage you do, the target has to have like 8 to 10 stacks probably before you're breaking even on the cost and damage versus just using a special attack instead. Um, which, fine, but the um, you're just not going to have be attacked. You're going to have to attack a target about a minute probably before the special yeah, attack so is Yeah, so we're ready. looking at like bosses here effectively, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's still it's still there, it still exists, but the passives on these are the big the big seller. Um if you're using the two ninety fives, it's about half a percent adrenaline extra per uh on hit every time you hit the target. Which isn't nothing. It's like there's auras that do the same kind of a thing. Um Origin Perks. So it's, it's a little extra adrenaline, a little what extra. What do we think about the fact that the roll.
0: special is that the special attack is AOE?
2: The one tile around you. Um, you have better options. I mean, it, again, they took away the ability to use Hurricane with them, so they yeah. gave us this on the tier ninety fives. Fine, uh, the tier eighty fives I would say are no longer worth using. Like I considered if they were worth it or not versus Drygores At in that, some places. Yeah, and,
0: and you know, just really? consider how
2: how cheap Drygores are to get, right? Yeah, I mean the off hit the the swords weren't terribly expensive either. The base ones, few, you know, they're more expensive than a Drygore, but. Like it wasn't orders of magnitude more. Um, Dragos are more expensive than they used to be. Interesting. Um, so again, uh, unless these have gone up in price significantly, I haven't since looked, the last I time haven't I checked. Looked, but. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, nonetheless, um, I, I just feel like this is. I would just say Dragor is better in pretty much all stages yeah. over the tier 85s. Right. Now the tier 95s are going to be they're going to scale better over time when they release stuff later. So yeah, cool.
0: exactly, and it's going to you know be a tool that people who use melee are going to want to have. That's good. Yep. Equilibrium. Equilibrium. Yeah. Um, I just want to read the text of the change. Then so we'll dive into this in terms of the ramifications of this. So the aura and perk have suffered negatively from the damage squish on each of the styles, and they said, while previously a solid perk, it's now close to useless. As a result, it's getting a full redo. The new effect intends to give some variety in the perks players choose to use to reduce dependency on critical strikes, and we hope to update more of the perks in the future to add viability and interesting effects, but equilibrium was the primary issue, given it being negatively affected by the beta changes. So now the perk is that for each... Um, now increases the player's ability damage stat by 4% per rank, but prevents the player from critically striking. Mm-hmm. And Auras is um, just increases the player's damage stat by 12%, but prevents you from critically striking. All right. And they can be used together for an additive benefit.
2: So this is interesting, because the effectively your nerf... This is a Kiss Curse effect. You have a bonus and a and a cost. Um, the cost on these depends on your critical hit chance. With the new critical hit system, we're just assuming that goes through because this is all beta changes. Um, losing the ability to critically hit, if you have just like the biting perk and a rex matriarch ring, you're down about eight percent damage on the whole, give or take eight eight, give or take. Plus, like plus minus two, kind of depending on your situation and what abilities you're using, because remember, not all of your damage can crit. Stuff like Bleeds doesn't count into that, so you have to, like, tamp that down a little bit in terms of how much of a damage loss that is. Um, what that means is that if you're using the Aura on its own, well, okay, before we get there, if you're using the Grimoire, right, if you're using something else, like, uh, or you're using these, like, melee or magic abilities, like the Seer's Ring, that really bump your crit chance up to, like, 30-40%, um this is going to be a bigger damage bo- damage loss. So in that case you're thinking more like maybe 16-18% damage loss if you're using like a grimoire um and you can't crit. Cuz again, what's to grimoire doing? So would this be a nothing? good
0: would this be a good introductory level perk t- to use for people who don't go down the biting path and for people who have just in general low crit chance?
2: Yes, it would. And the thing to note about this that these two things are additive yes which is an interesting thing to like add into this on the whole because um like that cost is the same you pay the cost by having either of them so if you have both you just get the benefit of whatever one you're applying second Um, so if you've got four tiers of the perk plus the aura on your cost is still eight percent of your damage, right? Assuming you're not using Grimoire. is yeah. expensive. I'm just gonna like I'm gonna do average person math for this. Yeah, like, of course. Again, if you're using Grimoire, like note to self, or like the Sears Ring, and you're really pushing, like if you're pushing for your crit chance, it's fine. Um, with these, again, this is a little bit napkin math, but the like, if you're adding all together, you get equilibrium four. That's alone a sixteen percent damage buff, plus the aura is twelve percent. So you're 28% extra damage, minus 8. This is a 20% damage buff between the perk and the aura, Um, which is is pretty big, as it currently stands on life. Equilibrium 4 is a 5.3% average hit increase for typical abilities. Again, it has variability depending on, like they're saying, the damage spread of your target, but... uh, Wiki says 5.3%. Apparently, for necromancy, it's 0.8%, which is uh, again the issue they're addressing. But we'll we'll talk melee range magic. The current setup, um, and the aura is literally no damage buff. <laughs> so, like other auras, like, um, I mean, for necromancy, for example, right? The best auras you have are things like Majorat that are like a five percent damage buff. Yeah, this is now a twelve percent. But again, you can't crit. So if if you're already wielding Equilibrium, there's a chance that this is actually really powerful. But again, only maybe if you're using both the aura and the effect. The aura just becomes exponentially better for people who already have the perk on and worse worse for people who don't have the perk on. It's kind of how it's going to work. Because the 12% over this flat damage buff is pretty big.
0: It is. Um, It is.
2: You think about, like, the Berserker auras. You get a 10% damage buff, and then you get damage taken increase. Um, So for all the people who have, like, Aftershock 2 equilibrium, or Aftershock 4 equilibrium 2 on weapons, that equilibrium 2 effectively just pays its own cost and is damage neutral now if you're using it on its own. But if you use it with the equilibrium aura, it's a 12% damage buff.
0: Right, but that still makes it so Um, that you won't be able to crit. So you have to consider if that's what you want with that, assuming these all
2: come through. Well, that's what I am Right. So like if you're using the fractured staff of Armadil, you can't use these perks. But also the fractured staff of Armadil, you use it with a Seer's ring. Like people who can afford the staff are using a Seer's ring. Yeah, they're or going for the full ring, crit. They're build. using the Channeler's ring. And they're using like the Faso, they have all of these crit chance increases that make it so that crit chan- with higher crit chance your crit matter more. And so like you don't use equilibrium on that magic build but for like necromancy or for like that doesn't necromancy that doesn't have a damage aura otherwise this is now maybe the best damage aura if you have the equilibrium perk on as well um at any level so so the sense
0: um, just to summarize this then the sense that I'm getting is that if you're an introductory player this could be good or if you don't have large damage boosts to begin with it's good but if you are already spec'd into yeah. a lot of crit chance this is
3: something you're going to want to stay away from
2: Yes. And again, especially good for low level players because the new crit system as your like your crit the crit damage increases with level. So a level ten player gets very little critical hits.
0: Yeah. Um and um, and you know, I think so, the thing as yeah, well no. that that we need to discuss about this is, you know, for like you said, the people who invested in Aftershock 4 Equilibrium 2 the question is: If this goes through, is there going to be any sort of give back to those people, or the fact that AS4 E2 has been a good perk, you know, for ever since? Well, I don't. I think invention batch two is when that all came out. Do we just say that? Yeah, at this point, you know, you've been using it for this many years. It's time to move on to something else. Or just does there need to be some sort of compensation there?
2: Um a good question I think they're looking into it in terms of how technically feasible it is to make changes or like a perk remover to remove half of a combo perk because effectively it's just if you're using this with a fasoa you're you're out of luck you have to destroy that yeah um I would argue that if you're using it with other things it's just like having an aftershock four on your bar and it makes the equilibrium more viable so fine to me
3: okay.
2: um and and so see like, that would be mad and, to have and, that and and perk see, right? And, and on, see, like and a see that's a thing. Possibly.
0: There needs to or be like a range thing. Like I, a bleed
2: build loves this. Bleed builds love this every day. So, melee oh, that's builds.
0: okay. That's actually a good idea because bleeds don't crit, right? <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Bleeds and oh. bleeds in almost all dots cannot crit. Like okay. The first hit of like the corruption abilities can't. Like, there's some weird ones, but generally speaking, no dots can crit. So, if you're using a like, again. There's places where this could be really good, and then there's the fasoa, which the crit stick exists <laughs> and has never caused any problems
0: fair enough fair enough uh all right I, but, I yeah i I feel like that's that's probably it on equilibrium today unless there's anything else. I feel like that was a good rundown, and you know the question about if there's reimbursement is something that that the folks involved yep. in this will. Uh, discuss as we move forward on this. Uh, Next up, some changes to global cooldown abilities and they said less combat experience experience players often fall into issues with abilities that are semi-off global cooldown, namely Surge, Escape Mm -hmm. and Die, where players use them on specific cycles, they would eat their global cooldown and generate adrenaline. So with these, they're trialing making these always-off GCD so you're less reliant on specific ability order. Not much to write home about there, I don't think. And they're classified as abilities rather than basics, and they will no longer deal adrenaline.
2: Yeah, okay. I mean, effectively, the way these worked before is if you used them when you could use an ability, they would cast as an ability and generate you adrenaline, and t- and put all of your skills on cooldown. Um, and if you cast them off-tick, so you had a three chance of having that effect, and you had a one in three chance of them not building adrenaline and not putting your skills on cooldown, <laughs> uh, or two and three chance of not doing it. So, yeah, yeah, good, good change to just say these don't do that anymore. <laughs> uh, uh, and it's all the support abilities you to, yeah, so, in- including
0: cool. anticipation as well that will no longer uh, generate adrenaline <laughs> and be classed in that same category. So that's good. Cool. And now everybody's favorite big one, the best way to end the beta discussion here. Death swiftness and sunshine has been uh, reverted to 7x7, but they increased the the size of the visual to show you just how big it's going to be.
2: Yeah, so you can't stand outside your death swiftness and have a death swiftness effect anymore. Great change. Um, If you've seen how big this is, it's really funny. It's a massive circle. It's like twice the radius it had before. Yeah, so
0: whenever whenever you go to raids now, the entire Yakimaru arena will just be dotted by these.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And I'm hoping it's not like disturbing if you've got like five people using lava sunshine. Uh or whatever the like because there's a or death swiftness. I think there's a couple death swiftnesses that are (laughs) visually cluttered. But I know there's the nice um, blue one. Yeah.
0: So uh, Well, we'll see.
2: Yeah, I, I like the, I, it It's a fun visual, and I like that it actually shows where you couldn't stand. So cool.
0: Yeah. Um, and then just in the general patch notes, uh, metafor- Metamorphosis no longer reduces players' damage. Deadshot now hits the correct number of times, both at a baseline and with the Igneous Calzil. Um, mm-hmm. lim- limitless activates properly, and the combat dummies at war retreat will now play a f- uh, defend or flinch animation when uh, hit when they're hit. Yep. When they're inflicted Some with stuff a hit, that was because broke. Um, they say this was bugging us. This was really bugging us while <laughs> testing.
2: <laughs> so basically, the, the combat dummies will just constantly be spinning while you're attacking them, which is fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, the rest of this, a couple of these were existing issues on live game that were just quiet bugs, let's say. And a couple of them were introduced with the beta, but good changes all around. Neat.
0: All righty. Well, that's the combat beta. Um, you know, if any of these speak to you, go test them in-game uh, before uh, b- before January over Christmas and relay your feedback to the wonderful uh, people known as Mod Ryan and Mod Sponge. Um, but with that, we have a and few thank achievements. Thank you to them for
2: all of their hard work. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's clear at this point that they're doing this because they play the game. And they want to help <laughs> us with it. So it's it's something they benefit from, and it's something we'll benefit from. And having that knowledge behind an update like this is just so important.
3: All right, uh, moving
0: <laughs> on to achievements. Starting off, we have Nooney01 with 99 Hunter on the 13th, Mej Quest with 99 Woodcutting on the 11th, as well as NI Nightmare with 99 Necromancy, and Izant got 120 divination on the ninth. That is, hey. of course,
2: Arzant. Then on December 9th also we had Luminos with 99 Necromancy. They're still coming in. And then on December 8th we had Breezy with 99 Slayer, Forex with 99 Mining and Fishing. Man, Gathering, go Burr! And Mr. M with 120 Farming. Good job, guys.
1: Nice. Nice. Then we have Turd Snuffer Zero with 99 Prayer and Hunter both on the eighth uh, we have Zeal with 120 Fletching also on the eighth and Ada Darkmire with 120 Dungeoneering don't have to do that anymore good job
3: <laughs> okay.
2: congratulations guys my only regret
0: is that I didn't have I didn't get the
2: pet before hitting 120 but <laughs> yeah. you'll have to go back oh no oh my god It's really common for medium solo for Shane, everyone's favorite adventure.
0: You're just trying to troll me with this at this point. I mean, it's true. (laughs) All right. Pick of the week time, seasonal, uh, in a very different way. We got this thing going on uh, at the start of December called the Advent of Code. This has been a, a thing for a number of years now. And the idea behind this is that for each day in December you're given a different programming challenge or programming puzzle. And they start off relatively simple, and they ramp up in difficulty throughout the entire month. And I haven't done any of them yet this month, but it's something I'm planning to go through uh, over break on one of the programming languages that I want to kind of lean into. And that's what I always see as the benefit for these sorts of things, is that if you already have a general idea about how to code and you're in effect wanting to knock some rust off of a language or if you're wanting to dabble into a new language i see things like these kinds of exercises in advent of code a very useful thing and just in general i'd say as well it's a, it's a different kind of advent of course most of the advent things that we see reward you with something for something behind the door but this is a this is a unique challenge uh that you get uh each and every day in December and, and, and the and the answers and potential solutions are eventually uh published with it. So it's something that I, I think uh a good number of people like to do. And it's not something that's immediately known uh too much. So that's why I wanted to do a bit of highlighting uh for this one here right now, uh this December. So the example on the on day one is in relation to a weather machine, you try and ask why they can't just use a weather machine, and they say it's not powerful enough, and where and where they're even sending you the sky, and why your maps look mostly blank. And they say, um, and hang on, did you just say in the sky? Of course, where do you think the snow comes from? When you realize that the elves are already loading you into a trebuchet. So the idea behind this is that you ha- you're given, in effect a series of calibration values and you need to calibrate it based off of the numbers that you're given. And the end result is 142. So with that, you're in effect just dive in and solve the problem uh, after that. So I don't know if this is going to be something for everybody out there, but it's a very unique, very unique pick of the week and something I've been wanting to do for a number of uh december's down the line here for for pick of the week so that's the pick of the week advent of code uh dot com and i'll probably be doing mine in swift because uh i used to do a lot of objective c that's the apple language but i never really dove dove that deeply into their new one swift so that's gonna
1: be the one for me but
0: i i don't suppose i could interest either cool. of you in this
1: uh no, you know, no. I might dabble a little bit in Python, you know, on the weekends. But, uh. Yeah, exactly. I'm I'm the same way. I did I learned a little bit of Python
2: in college, but that's that's the only that's my only programming experience. I would have no idea what to do with any of this.
0: Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Alright. Uh what have we been up to? Tannis, let's start with you. And for folks wondering what happened here, uh we did lose the video feed, so that's done for this episode. But, um,
2: what have you been up to, Janice? Yeah, um, connection issues. Sorry about um, that.
1: Yeah, n- not, y- you know, I've, I've actually just been playing a lot of RS3. Um, I have really been bouncing around as one RuneScape. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah, but this, but this week I've been, you know, just doing the dailies because it's the, um, the doubled dailies for free, so yeah. doing those every day um getting my letters, my thought Santa wasn't giving me all my presents <laughs> cheap bastard um so yeah, but just basically doing that doing wood cutting, and then um after last week uh when I'm not doing tree runs, I just go and uh hang out and do the uh, fletching at the accidental Fletching mm. spot. Why that one? Um, because the next probably the next big one twenty push might be fletching, so um just gathering the stuff, you know, put it all together.
3: Fair enough. Fair enough.
1: Uh how about you, Faxy? Uh
2: primarily dailies for me. I'm gonna be traveling over the holidays and uh laptop doesn't play other games super good, so I'm looking forward to having a whole bunch of runescape grinds over the holidays um but i've just been I've been logging on for dailies um done a little bit of grinding on leagues for like x p and stuff I hit eighteen hundred total over there, so my last recall relic now uh, has no cooldown, which is very exciting nice and uh that's uh, that's kind of been it for me for RuneScape West, and just uh, yeah, chilling, doing my doing my dailies, turning in the letters, checking my farm animals every day so that I can get beans, so that I don't have to farm herbs to get the upgrades. <laughs> can just use potions on them. <sighs> the important dailies, you know, not
3: farming. Boy, I, I know
0: exactly. I know exactly what 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 face <laughs> I would have to you right now, but. <laughs>
3: i mean i've never really go.
0: I've never really encountered anybody who doesn't like herb runs, but okay,
2: I don't encounter anybody whose favorite kill is farming. What do you want from me okay clear <laughs> okay now now you now I, some, you. somebody in our audience is very angry with me I'm sorry
0: ah <laughs> uh, yeah yeah okay dokey um yeah for me. Uh, on RS3, uh, been doing, uh, dailies primarily there. I did a bit of wood cutting with my porter buff that I still had. Uh, I mm-hmm. got, got one quarter of the pieces for my next Imkando hatchet, because unlike you guys, I actually only went for one of them, uh, when I first did it, <laughs> so I still got the second one to, to go for tool belting it. So,
2: I mean... You, uh... You using the scribshaws and everything
0: yes yes the the full woodcutters outfit, the tree shaking scribshaw the the wood cutting the tape, nine the, yards the, the 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 perfect plus potion everything yeah yep yeah. but um uh aside from that on leagues uh hit level sixteen hundred uh total, and I am about thirty eight hundred ish points away uh from tier seven, so what I did is I made Ooh. this huge massive list last night. Of tasks that I'll do, and this will probably net me about twelve hundred <laughs> points in total. And then I got to start really shaking the bucket to figure out where those other points are coming in. Because I, I, I feel like it's time to start doing some PVM related things. But I, I, I kind of want the next relic power, and I, I don't know. Maybe it's just time to start leaning into something like God Wars or whatnot. With you know only yeah. four four weeks left, maybe even the the Prif, uh, the Prif. Uh,
2: at combat activity there, gauntlet. I th- gauntlet. yeah, I think you'll get into when you get into gauntlet. I think you'll like it. It's yeah. it's simplified dungeoneering as a plus, which is yeah, love it or hate it. It's uh, I I think you'll enjoy it more. It's the mini game dungeoneering <laughs> wanted to be without four percent skill.
0: And I I did want to do Zolcano, but Zolcano actually does require seventy mining and smithing. You and I were talking about that <laughs> the other night, so. Um, interesting one
2: of the things you'd never know because it's required
0: by the quest to get it exactly so that's something i need to need to pick up on too because i would like to try that one but Mm -hmm. um you know in in addition to that i think my next 99 is probably going to be thieving just based on how quick that's gone there and and um i'm starting to to eye the fire cape
2: Ooh. Mm-hmm. I feel like I just I mean, need to. mean, if you to... if you get the fire cape, you get access to thieving in moral wreck, which is really good gems, given that you have exactly. noted doubled gems from <laughs> the czar in there.
0: Exactly, and you know, I, I feel like my only real limitation to doing the fire cape right now. I'll do it with ranged, is that I just need to get something a little bit better than than uh, green dragon eyed armor, and then we should be good to go. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, i i I took that relic i like the points i don't like clues still anyways anyways you can hear more about that on the old school show every sunday update.show slash os uh either of you guys have anything else you want to say before we go
2: no No. thanks sorry i'm sorry for all the technical issues tonight. i know my quality probably wasn't great while we were talking through the combat changes so i'm sorry about that everybody
0: yeah, it's fine nonetheless. Uh, if you want an uh, update delivered automatically to you, best way to do that is to subscribe. Update.show slash subscribe. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google, Pocket Cast, Spotify, and more. And the video shows can be found as well dot youtube.com slash RSBNB. But with that, uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, that's where our holiday schedule starts. Next week, we have a year in review podcast that we pre recorded going through the year that was 2023. With all the updates involved, yes, you guys know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to mention that here right now.
3: I'm
0: and then the- necromancy, of course. Yes, necromancy in the fort, of course. Of course. That's and-
2: the updates of the year.
0: Yeah. Um, and then after that, we have the clip show, and then after that, we have a podcast catch-up week, and we'll be back something like January 12th, I believe, since JX's first update. It's the 8th. So... We'll see you guys next week for another episode of RSVMe Update. See you then, everyone. Take care. See Ciao. Ya.